This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I have a wonderful guest here with me today, Inez. Thank you so much for being here. And we actually connected on Instagram. So thanks. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for making this possible. I'm so happy to be here. Of course. Oh my gosh. Your energy is, you know, coming off of the screen. We don't produce this video, but I'm like, I kind of wish we were for this episode (laughs) because you're just so vibrant. I feel like we really get each other on our energetic levels and I'm just so grateful. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So likewise, I'm, yeah, let's let's dive in. Let's give the awesome. people what they want to hear. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh. So tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get into, you know, the story of how we met and everything. Just give us your little rundown of how you got started in entrepreneurship. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, going back to the beginning, uh, you know, I started as a Reiki practitioner and an astrologer. um, And that was, I was called into that through my own struggles. Uh, I had I've had eczema since I was born, but there was a point in time, you know, in my early twenties where my eczema got really, really severe. It was like covered my entire body. It was really like, it was actually debilitating. All my eyebrow hairs fell out. Like it was really bad. So that initiated me into my spiritual journey. And that's when I found like Reiki and flower essence therapy and astrology. These are all things that I ended up practicing in my, in my practice. I really needed to like heal myself because with chronic illnesses like that, and I'm sure you know this, it's like, there's not much that medicine can do. It, it's an inner, it's a, it's a spiritual thing. It's an emotional thing. It's a mental thing. It's like healing from trauma. 
So that's what got me into, you know, starting my own healing practice. And then eventually, you know, I wanted to make more money. I, I wanted to have a bigger impact. So I started spiritual coaching. And now I'm at this point where I am a business coach. You know, I do holistic business coaching for other practitioners who are looking to scale their businesses online. So that's like my kind of like journey in a nutshell. And that's been over the last six years, six years ago, this month, I started my healing practice. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah, Yeah. that's amazing. I'm so glad we're like getting to celebrate it here today. Yes, we are. Woo! That's when Inez Heals was born. (laughs) Love that. Oh my gosh, that's great to hear. It's awesome to hear your story and your background too, because it does have so much alignment, you know, with what we talk about on this show, myself personally. So can you tell us more about how you really healed yourself? You know, like to give you some background, I'm not sure if you heard this on the podcast, but I work with a mind body coach. So we're healing PTSD and trauma right now. And it's totally impacted every area of my life, you know, positively. So I'd love to hear more about your experience. It's huge. And it's something that like, I feel like I want us to have more conversations about in the realm of business and entrepreneurship, especially with holistic, you know, and, and spiritual entrepreneurs, because so many of us are dealing with trauma and PTSD. And that's what has contributed to our paths as healers and, you know, coaches. So we need to talk about how it affects our ability to pursue success and achieve success and sustain success and all of these things because they're super connected. But for me, like, you know, a lot of it was I, you know, I shared the main modalities that really helped me were Reiki and energy healing and, and fire essence therapy. And it was just getting real with myself work. And you talk about mind body and connection between mind body. Like for me, it was very clear anytime I would, you know, engage in relationship or situation or eat a certain food or whatever that wasn't good for me. It was like my body would inflame right away. It was like an immediate reaction, even even thought patterns and like narratives that were not good for me that were unhealthy would instigate these reactions in me. So I had to just get really, really, really in tune with my body and what it was trying to tell me. And that was always my barometer for how in line I was with like my soul nature and like my true nature. So it's been a practice still of listening and like listening to my body, listening to myself, listening to my inner guidance, putting myself first, you know, (laughs) which I think is what trauma really blocks us from doing a lot of the time, especially childhood trauma, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I can relate to that on so many levels and like, so can our listeners, you know, like we've all faced things in our childhood that impacts us today, but it really does come down to the realness, you know, like how honest can you be with yourself about these situations? And it was so hard for me in the beginning, like tooth and nail, you know, it was everybody else's problem, not mine. You know, like I could not handle the thought of me being the issue 
or other things being the issue, like my eating habits or my thought patterns, like that seems so scary for some reason to admit that to myself. And once I started this podcast, you know, back in 2020, it was like, oh no, like this is literally the platform where I am going to share how real you have to be in order to come out the other side, you know, better than you were. 100%, 100%. And like uh, something that I've been really thinking about a lot is how, you know, we have a sense of like spirituality as being this like, otherworldly thing that's like and yes we connect to it in this like multi-dimensional way but like if you really want to be a spiritual person you have to get down 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 to the 3d and like you have to get down 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 to the to the realest real of like this moment <laughs> and within that you actually transcend it and you find spirituality but like you you bridge the the gap or whatever but yeah it, it's about like if you're a spiritual person you're just a really really real person <laughs> like that's wow. what it is at the end of the day <laughs> And the more healed you are, the more real you are, you know? So yeah, 100%. It's so true. I love that you said that. I call it my naked mole rat moments, like where I'm literally like some, sometimes there are moments where I'm just standing in my bathroom, like, okay, we got to take this one for the team today, you know? It's a little humbling, but the moment that you do it, it also all the external, all the internal issues that you're having, like they really do subside, you know, like quickly once you accept it, but it's all in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing that keeps most of us down is the resistance to the truth, right? right? That's what creates the struggle. That's it. (laughs) It's like, as soon as you accept and stop resisting it, then you're in a state of surrender to your true self and then you magnetize and then you're living your authentic life. (laughs) It's so true. And it does happen that quickly. Like for our listeners, like, you know, Inez is telling us she had this great prosperous business that she loved and she knew, okay, I, I got here through my healing journey. I did that once I can do that again. And can you tell us, you know, how you've been able to build, you're now, you know, business coaching business, which is so exciting and how you really help these practitioners now. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a journey to yeah. transition from, you know, single session model of working with people, you know, low, like a very low uh, commitment, you know, style of working with people. But I did, so I did that for three years and then I ended up investing in a business program, which totally up leveled me. And that's kind of when I went into more of the realm of spiritual coaching. Really, it I think investment plays a huge part in being able to walk that ladder, you know, um, to get where you need to go. Because ultimately, investment always comes down to like, you're investing in yourself. It's not like the business program or the coach or the whatever. They're just a symbol of like you investing in yourself. So that was a huge part of of my journey. Yeah, it's just been this process of like following where my passion is taking me. So after a few years, after a year of spiritual coaching, it was like, I really want to actually help people create prosperity 
with the things, you know, through their passions and through their spiritual gifts. And I found that the people who were coming to me for spiritual coaching were entrepreneurial types anyways. <laughs> you know, so I was like, these people were already attracted to me. And so that's when I kind of went about creating more of a holistic business approach and holistic business strategy, because I found that that was lacking. Even the programs that I went through, you know, it was like, I don't, I, I, it changed my life and I wouldn't take it back, but I don't use a lot of the strategies that I was taught because they're not holistic. They're not new paradigm. They're still based in like weird rules and like rigidity, you know, that like just doesn't apply to how we want to run our businesses as, you know, highly sensitive entrepreneurs and, you know, people of the new earth. <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. So, uh, but you know, that journey and, and kind of where I'm at now, it took a lot of like deep inner work. Yeah. I'm like literally doing this, like <laughs> digging the tunnel, you know, yeah. <laughs> of like, of like getting to the core blocks of the self, because anytime you endeavor to go bigger and make more and impact more lives, that's when all of the stuff that has been blocking you from really taking ownership of your power comes up. And so for me, you know, and what you're referring to and kind of relaunching, you know, my myself uh, along with my new Instagram and everything, um, yeah, came after a period of really having to go deeply internal to do the really deep, you know, isolated inner work that like, you know, I, I stopped taking clients for a couple of months to just be with myself and, and put myself first and learn how to really like trust myself 100%. And now I'm kind of, you know, it's been a month now I've been reemerging from that <laughs> tunnel, <laughs> that space. And yeah, so, so now it's about taking holistic practitioners into six figure business, you know, ownership. And how do we do that? Not just from a point of strategy, but also mindset. Um, and and so so that's where my journey has taken me. <laughs> Amazing. It's so great to like really hear you write it out, you know, because I think which I'm going to speak for myself and for you. And of course you can totally disagree or agree. <laughs> but I feel like when we do this healing work, we almost speed up our success. Like it allows us to move through life faster you know, then we maybe wouldn't have. Absolutely. And for me, you know, the, the biggest key is not only that we're moving through it faster, but sustainably. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing because I've seen, and even for myself too, it was like a lot of, you know, that 10 K month it comes and, and it comes again and, and you're just like, Whoa! and like, but was that sustainable for me? Like as, as the person that I was before with like my blocks around authenticity and flow and all these things, like, no, it wasn't. So if you want sustainable long-term success, like you have to do the inner work, there's no getting around it unless you are okay with not being happy, <laughs> which it's not really success. Right. So, ah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I love that you just said that. I feel like there's so many things that we could even just unpack in that one sentence that you just said, you know, yeah. but I want to yeah. start with the piece that you mentioned, you know, on the sustainability, because I think that that's the biggest fear that comes up for people when they're first getting into this intuitive, holistic work, you know, even when they're going to be business coached, it's like, what if I go back to those old patterns? What if I can't uphold this new higher self that everybody in our industry is talking about as if it's this destination at this top of the hill? You know, I know for me as a perfectionist, like that's what held me back from diving in headfirst to therapy, you know, a long time ago, because I was so afraid that I wouldn't be able to even create that person, you know, through my own self. Right. These like insane pressures that we're putting on ourselves as idealists to reach the ideal way of being the self, you know, it's just, it's just another route that the trauma takes to tell us what's another, it's another way that the ego keeps control over our being. Whereas like what you're talking about, which is like, Therapy and inner work is about liberating the soul. So ego is going to push against that, you know, as much as it can, (laughs) because once you liberate the soul, it's like, goodbye, ego, you know, it's like, or or like the soul takes dominance in your being. And so the the ego has nothing, (laughs) nothing to do. Uh, So of course, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, and, and for me, like the way that I relate was I was, you know, in these past two months, one of the things that, or I guess in the two months that I was, you know, taking time to really do the deepest, deep, deep work. One of the narratives that came up for me was like, what if I can't like, is similar? Like, what if I just can't make it to that point in time to succeed? Like, what if I you know, what if I never get there? Like, what if these things just keep coming up for me forever that make this work so much harder than it should be? And I can tell you from sort of being in those feelings and emotions and just really going in a deep dive that when you're in the process, it's like, it's very hard to see the progress because you're just in, you're just in it. And of course you're inviting all of this change and transformation. So all of these narratives are going to be right at the surface and it can be a very daunting place, but I can say with certainty that if you keep at it, you will get to the other side. And the thing about getting to the other side is that you've integrated new beliefs. Like it's not just something that's in your mind. It's a full like mind, body, soul uh, transformation, integration. And with that comes lasting change and you simply can't go back. (laughs) And that's how ascension works, you know? that's on that topic, you know, when it's real ascension, you, you, you stay going upward and upward and upward, you know, and, and you don't have to worry about falling into old patterns. And if you do, they'll be way less intense and you, you, you'll have the tools to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I think it's like, 
you know, nothing is linear, how you're saying as well, you know, like these beliefs may still come up. And I think like for me, I just had to accept like, and next time it'll just be deeper, which is great. You know, like looking at it and out of curiosity, like one of the things I've said on the podcast in the past is like, we have the ability and the knowledge that generations before us never had the opportunity of knowing. Like when you really think about mankind, like we're in how you mentioned as well, which I love, this new paradigm is emerging. And I want to be a part of that conversation. You know, I don't want to be on the other side of like, what's going on? What is that? Like the whole thing. I'm like, I want to be in the known. I want to be locked in on that new paradigm. Like this old shit, like it's not going to last anyway. We all know this. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably agree. So like, you know, that was the, the opportunity that I energy that I really had to get into to like, see this as more fun and less like so damn serious. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. There's way more perks to the new paradigm, but you know, I think that it's the point at which you choose to stop resisting because really for everybody until you step into like, let's say the belief system, because that's what a paradigm is. It's a shift in a system of belief. That's what defines a paradigm. So in order to be part of the new paradigm, you have to accept a new set of beliefs. And those beliefs are it's like the shift is I'm putting my faith and trust in vibrational reality, not material reality. Right. So that's a big leap to take. But until you take it, you're going to be living in resistance because you're living in a false reality because the 3D world is not the causal reality. It's the world of effects. It's not where everything is coming from. So you have to go into vibrational reality. That's what the new paradigm is all about. And this is like, this is what, this is like one of the first lessons I teach my students. It's like, you have to commit to vibrational reality. You don't just believe in it. You commit to it. So you have to make choices based on something that you can't see. And that's hard, but that's real. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Even more real than like how you said, like, you know, this computer, like it's so much more real. And, you know, us intuitives, we already feel that. So it's like, I'm sure a lot of your students are like, hell yeah. They're like, finally, someone gets me, you know, like (laughs) I've been searching for this for so long, you know, like that's how my coach explains it to me too. She's like, no, this is like fun. Like she gets like really excited, you know, getting into like the vibrational conversations because I'll be honest with the listeners, like this reality that you're still living in, it does feel real, like on some level with your coaches or with your business, even like I'm sure, and as you'll, you might be able to speak to this as well. Like these problems feel really heavy. Like yeah. if someone you piss off at work or a client's upset with you, you know, that can really affect us as highly sensitives. And we don't disregard that emotion, but there is a sense of freedom when you realize like this will pass, you know, like it's really not the end of the world. Totally. And like, this comes back to something that like, I literally was like, uh, tuning into this morning in my meditation, which is that so both worlds are coexisting, and they're just they're both real, right? Um, but it's that uh, 
our consciousness is plugged into a higher dimensional reality. And that's what's allowing us to see the things that are happening in the 3D in a new way, right? So, and that's also what's allowing for solutions to be at the forefront of how we're, you know, going about our life. But our awareness is in the 3D. And if we can like tune that in to say our awareness is instinctual, embodied, grounded, and our consciousness is like higher dimensional, then we're getting the best of both worlds. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying about how like you have to get 3D with things to really access spirituality in like a fully embodied way. Like you need to get really, really grounded. So there's that other aspect of like, Yes, this is real. Yes, this is happening. The three, everything that's in the 3D is is real. It's just about getting grounded in it, you know? And yeah, I mean, when when working with those two, <laughs> working with both realities at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm having like so many thoughts. Like in a recent, I think we have this episode coming out prior to you where we actually talked about like intuition is literally instinct. Like that's what it is, you know? And I just had this like epiphany. I'm like, this is so crazy that we are living in a world where we have had to teach instinct again because we've been so desensitized by all of this shit out there, you know, like really, I just want us to like sit with that. Like what, you yeah. know, it's, I, I love that you're saying this because I've been so reflecting on instincts and yeah. the instinctual like space. And for me, like one of the really potent images of that, that's just like flooding my mind right now. So I have to like talk about it is just like, the the like jaguar the black panther this is what always comes to my mind that is hunting mm -hmm. and they're just really low to the ground and really tapped in to exactly what's going on so present so still so in tune with their like what's going on with them and what's going on with their environment and to me that was how you know my guides were showing me or teaching me instinct you know it's about feeling and presence and just being tuned in and it has nothing to do with thinking <laughs> it's like not a thinking place <laughs> you know so, yeah and and yeah we've completely lost touch with that because yeah. at, the, at the end of the day that's that's the feminine that's nature that's and and when I when I talk about being grounded and being in the 3D, that's what I'm describing <laughs> is like that state, which like, obviously, like, it's not, it's not always in a place of hyper awareness, like when you're hunting, but it's in a place of like, just constant, like receiving information, responding to that information from a grounded place everything is good. <laughs> this that, is all reality. <laughs> it's so true. That's exactly how I would describe it too. And like with the business that like, just so our listeners know, like you literally can run a business exactly how Inez just described it. And it will be extremely successful. And you don't need to know anything about marketing or anything about Instagram and your hashtags and your location. Like it's literally all BS. Like I can't stress it enough. 
Yeah, I mean, I I love, I agree with you. And like, uh, I, yes, I do think that like the, the ultra ultimate is emerging of instinct and strategy, but we have to understand the role that strategy plays. That's really what it is, right? Right? Because you need to have a niche and like understand how to market your yourself and like understand how to like fun, like move clients' attention or the, your audience's attention in the ways that you want it to go. And that is strategy. But it comes at like it's not the most important thing. Yeah. And that's where that's where I think you and I like that that's where well that's what I think you were ultimately like getting at was that like you can have a really successful business without any marketing. If you want, if you want to have an even bigger and better successful business, add in the marketing, add in the strategy, and it'll be even better. But yeah, know the know its place. If you just follow marketing strategies to a T with no intuitive, like instinctual, like sense of what you're doing, that will, it will be less successful than a business that has no strategy and is run completely on instinct and feeling. Yeah. That's exactly how I see it. It's like, because I've seen it, you know, I've seen people be so engulfed by the knowledge, the education. I mean, they're listening to five or six podcasts a day. They're signing up for every course that they see online. You know, like those are the people that I attract because we're perfectionists. We want to do it perfect. And like, you do not have to be perfect to run a business. You actually have to be the complete opposite. You just have to be you, you know? And I think what you were mentioning about the strategy piece, like for me, the strategy comes so naturally because that's what I went to school for. You know, like I get marketing, I get people. So I have to be in my feminine in order to create for my intuitive marketing or like it just won't happen because I have the strategy knowledge. So like when you work with someone like yourself as well, like you have all of this knowledge, you know, you're just able to give them the pieces that they don't have, you know, and I think a lot of our clients, they just can't tap into that intuitive side because they've been so desensitized by all this education and the shoulds and the have tos. And it's like, it hurts, you know, it feels like, how can I do this? Like, which I have been in their shoes. So I totally get it. Yeah. The shoulds are really big. Yeah. Really big. And the the rules and and everything like that. And, you know, uh, something else that I was recently having a conversation about with one of my former clients actually is about like you need to and, and you said it as well without realizing, but it's like you need to learn the strategy to release the strategy. Yeah. So it's like it's like also, you know, a great example of this is also anybody who's learning an instrument or learning arts, like painting, any, any, anything that you're learning, it's like you, you need some fundamentals of, you need the theory to really excel at whatever it is that you're doing. But it's like you go through the theory to let, to become unconsciously competent. 
which is what you're saying. You're like, I know how to market. I don't have to think about it. Right. And for me too, like recently in these, uh, you know, my evolution in my relationship towards social media, it's been accepting, okay, you know how to do this. You don't have to think about doing it anymore. All you have to do is just show up and be yourself. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But you have to like move through it to get to the other side of it. That's how I'm seeing it now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you also have to play with it. Like, I think that that's the whole thing. These clients, they will come to me. They're so caught up. Like they're rigid. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you know, like one period is out of place. Like, and they're upset. (laughs) Like literally like the sky is falling. And those were the people that I wanted them to realize like, Hey, it's okay. Like, let's just take a deep breath. Like this isn't fun anymore for you, you know? And like your business has to be fun. You have to be excited. Like if something else is going on, like, let's just talk about it. Like, it's okay. You know, like these people, they, they think that they have to fit into a box. And of course of our listeners, if this resonates with you, like, let me know. I feel like that's like these people, including me, how I used to think, right. It's like us people. Yeah. Us together, like, you know, we're all in this. Like, I felt like I had to fit into this perfect box, be seen as this perfect person. You know, if I post something online when I'm crying, like, what's going to happen? You know, like, it was literally, it became an experiment for me. And that's how I feel like the marketing has adjusted. But I think you also just have to be passionate. If you're passionate about the work that you're doing with your clients, marketing is so easy. You know their problems. You know, you know all of it. The piece about having fun and then the piece about experimentation. Yeah. And also, you know, I'll add in curiosity to that. If, if you can have those mix of things going on in terms of like your relationship to everything that comes with growing your business, which is putting yourself out there in the world, which is content creation, which is your message and all of this stuff, you are doing really good. Yeah, fun with it. And because a lot of the time, and again, I was literally going like, I'm going to create content about this, like this week, it's like, if you're the, the reason why you feel like you have to do it a certain way, it has to be perfect is because you're afraid to make it an experiment. Because if you experiment, that's like, well, maybe I'll fail, you know, and so I just need to stay rigid with this thing. And and box myself in and and you lose so much. And like, this is ultimately what I, you know, want to get across is that you lose so much of your magnetism. When you do this, you lose that magnetic quality that just draws people in without you having to try. And I think that's where, you know, both you and I and everyone who's listening can relate as to like where they want to get to is where like we're not trying anymore. We're just being and we're we're doing the things that we feel inspired to do. And that's it. And that's what life is supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So well said. I love that. And, you know, how you said the word trying, like. I'm really dropping that word if I can. It's like, how can I literally change the name from trying to inspiring? Like that is what the goal is. And I remember being on calls with some of my clients and asking them like, 
what what is so frustrating right now? Like, is it because the money's not coming in? Is it because the marketing's not what you think it should be? Like, you're landing clients. You have leads. Like, we need to nurture these leads. You know, we're always thinking like four or five steps in the future. That way, we're not able to be that present that you mentioned, like with the black jaguar, like on mm-hmm. the floor, Black Panther, looking around, seeing the leads, hearing the leaves, like all of these things. They have literal same exact simulation as selling. You know, like this is the same exact thing. And if you can really come back to that and realize if we can't even be present with ourselves, how are we going to be present with our clients? That was the question that I asked myself when I knew I had to go to therapy. I'm like, if I can't even sit with my own thoughts for five minutes, (laughs) how am I going to teach other people how to listen to me or whatever, you know, like, well, and I mean, this all comes from scarcity. Yeah. And that's the biggest program that we've been conditioned with. And, you know, what I teach is like scarcity is, is just resistance to our connection to the divine. That's all it is. Like, that's all that's happening. Like, it's not real. Like this fear around money and all these things and everything is like, this is, it's, it's resistance. It's just resistance. And, you know, your ego is calling it like, uh, you know, fear of money, fear of losing clients, fear of not getting clients, blah, 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 whatever. But it's just resistance to the divine. And, you know, that's what has happened with the loss of the instinctual self, you know, and the loss of like, just tuning in as a part of something greater, you know, that's also where like, you know, th- these pressures that you talk about of how we should do this and we do if to blah, 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 blah. Like we're, and we're trying so hard. It's because we think that we're the only ones responsible for the things that come into our lives that we have to make everything happen, which is a symptom of feeling like we're not a take being taken care of. We're not a part of infinite intelligence. We're not connected to the law of attraction. We have to do everything because we have to do everything. We have to do it perfectly. Otherwise we're going to fail. like crazy narrative and yeah it can all be boiled down to just saying scarcity which is disconnection from source and like that's unfortunately what the old paradigm drilled into humanity like that was the weapon you know it's so clear you know like when you really get clear it feels this clear like as you're saying that it's like, duh, you know, like, but it's so hard again, like in the day to day, stay in that energy that you're explaining, you know, it is, that's the journey of ascension. Like that's the journey of healing is to refine that thing that was always there. It's just that we block it, you know, with our false beliefs and limitations that come from these experiences that were difficult that we had, you know, and from the fact that for most of us, our parents are really conditioned with this. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. You know, so that was the mental environment that we grew up in. Like that was what surrounded us. So it's like not, we are all doing this work to collectively like introduce a new way of living life besides just like secure it, having to secure everything and control everything from this high pressurized stress 
place. (laughs) Crazy. You know, like even now I'm sure we can all relate to this, like observing, like when you really can just step back and not get caught up in the madness, you know, it's like really is very freeing because you realize like, I don't have to get caught up in the rabbit hole of these like dumbass conversations, you know, like we love our parents dearly. Like my mom is absolutely victim of this, you know, like when I was starting my business, she's like, you're crazy as shit. Like you're literally living out of our basement. Like what is going on, you know? And now she's so supportive, but of course those ideologies still come back up. Like she has so much scarcity, you know, like I can't tell her one thing that goes off the beaten track, you know, of the business, or it's literally like the business is failing. Like it is one thing, you know? Yep. Yeah. They're, they're very ready to melt down. Yeah. They're really, they're, it's like, it's right at the surface for them. It's so easy to just go into crisis, you know, oh, like everything is going to fail. Yeah. I, I feel for them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like, you know, you said this at the, at the beginning too, about how we are able to access so much in terms of information and resources that you know, other generations just weren't able to access. And we're just like at this time of like information over like accessibility, sometimes overload, you know, but that's what's enabled us to shift, you know, Um, like the language that we're using even wasn't around, you know, Uh, certainly not ideas like ascension and, (laughs) you know, um, these are very, you know, maybe they were around, but they weren't, it's like, where, (laughs) unless it's a part of common conversation or on the news or on the media that was like available to our parents at that time, like, how would they have come into it? Like, it's the internet really changed things. And that's a whole other thing that we don't need to get into. But like, that's why we are the way that, that we are, you know? Yeah, no, I actually think that that's a perfect, you know, entry into social media conversations too, because that's the way I always saw Instagram, you know, this is going back five years ago. Now I remember coming home from my job, like I'm two days out from quitting. Like I just had to quit. I was so done. And I was like, I'm sure you guys can resonate. You know, we hate it. So I come home and I said to my mom, like, I guarantee you in a few years, 90% of the people in my generation will be working from home. I didn't know how, but I literally was like, we cannot handle this as a generation. I don't know how you guys handled it, made you guys all kooky. So we're (laughs) not doing it. You know, like I was like, it's just the way we are. Like we grew up with the internet, you know, and I think how you're kind of explaining this narrative, it makes a lot of sense, you know, like the access to information. Yeah, it can be overloading, which we come to this podcast to hear how to send eliminations around that and connect to the intuition. But at the end of the day, we wouldn't even be connecting with one another without these platforms, you know, 100%. And I think like, you know, when you're talking about I love the certainty with which you're like 90% of my generation is going to be working from home. Like, I love that. And I, I, I think that what that's about more and more is it's, it's about freedom. Like it's about getting rid of these 
limitations that don't like these, these 3d, like heavy block, like things that we don't need to be experiencing, like that are not helpful for our soul experience. Like even as an example of like, you know, when COVID hit and then everybody was working from home, it's like, Oh, we can work from home. Then why the Frick, is there an office in the first place? (laughs) And like, if you could work from home, why would you not want to work from home? And like, for me, this also brings up like, this is also for the next generation, because something else I was thinking about this morning was like homeschooling and like kind of radical unschooling. You know, uh, it's not a subject I know a lot about, but certainly when I, you know, have a child, like, it's something that I'm already starting to think about, like, do I really want to send my child to school? And obviously, like, if you're going to do have, you have to have a lifestyle where you're able to be there for your child. But that's how we change the future generation. That's how we give, you know, for example, our children, the most nurturance, the most loving care and attention that they have access to. And, you know, that's, that's how things shift in the long term for, for generations to come, you know? Yeah. It's actually like, it really is so exciting, you know, like to even hear you say that as I was a kid, like, I wish that they had these opportunities for myself, you know, so it would have changed my life. Like I was such a, like, I'm sure you can relate to this too. It's like, we're creatives. Like we don't need to be at the table reading every day. Like maybe we do need to be creating or out in nature, like learning about different things, like other things excited me, you know, but whatever we were studying in school wasn't exciting. So of course, like I didn't do well, it wasn't fun, you know? Interesting. Yeah, no. And I just feel like so much of what we spent so much time learning about, it didn't even, I don't remember it. It doesn't matter. Like, Uh, you know, and it's like, didn't enrich my life experience at all. It was just spending a bunch of time around. It was really more of a social thing than anything else. And for us highly sensitive people, it's not always fun to be in that environment because like we're kind of the minority and we don't do well with like hierarchy and, you know, having to be cool, be, you know, in this and this kind of way, like, you know, <laughs> anyway, that's like a whole, whole other branch, but like going back to the freedom piece of yeah. like, that's what we're seeking. It's, and that's what is coming for future generations more and more is like more and more freedom from the constraints of like dysfunctional 3d life that no longer serves any purpose. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'm literally eating it up. I would love to have you back for maybe a part two where we can go into how you lost your account. And (laughs) well, the story in that is not that deep because it was literally like IG just disabled my account randomly. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to fight to get this back because I feel like this is an act of divine intervention. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, but absolutely. Yes, I would love to have another combo with you at a future date because uh, clearly we have a lot to say. <laughs> right? I know I'm like talking over you. Like, I'm like, yeah, me too. Me too. So I love it. I love like, it. Absolutely. We'll have you back. This was so nice. And, you know, we can talk about all the things. I feel like we touched on so many amazing topics today. But can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you? You know, if they're really looking for. Uh, yeah. 
Yes, absolutely. So of course there's my website, IneshHeels.com, my own little, little world. And, um, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at IneshHeels, I-N-E-S-H-E-A-L-S. <laughs> That's me. And, uh, yeah, the easiest way to get in touch is to just DM me, or of course you can book a call and, you know, that's that. See what we can do to, you know, level up together. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys should absolutely at least go follow and hang out with us over on IG. We'll have yeah. all the links listed below in case you're multitasking. Um, <laughs> come save us later and we'll hang out with you at a later time. So thanks so much for being here. And I can't wait to have you back. Yes. Thanks for having me. And thanks for listening, everyone. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to the end in mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.